Today's episode of We Are Z is made possible with your support. Be sure to check out our website at wrzpod.com, as well as follow our social media at wrzpod. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and enjoy the show, be sure to leave a five-star review and comment on what you would like to see. We hope you enjoy. On December twentieth, something interesting happened. Well, hey, no matter what you do—smoking, vaping, dipping—well, the federal government now says you have to be twenty-one to buy any tobacco products. Signed into law by President Trump a week ago. The FDA now says that tobacco retailers cannot sell to anyone under the age of twenty-one. Few days to the new year, there's a new federal law raising the legal age to buy tobacco products from eighteen to twenty-one. The new defense bill raised the legal age to purchase tobacco products. From 18 to 21, this includes any nicotine-containing products like cigarettes, cigars, and also electronic cigarettes. In today's episode, we will focus on the largest e-cigarette industry, Juul, and how it connects to Gen Z. Hi, I'm Paul Loman, and I'm Jimmy Shi. Welcome to We Are Z. So, Jimmy, with our topic today being jeweling, can you just give us a brief rundown of what it's like being a foreign exchange student and having vaping products? Like, is that something you saw a lot in China? As a Chinese exchange student myself, I've actually never ever seen a jewel until the second semester of my high school. So that makes it my ninth grade spring semester. I remember it was after lunch. I walked into the restroom. And I saw a bunch of kids holding a black USB drive sort of sort of thing, and it's there's a little white light to it, and they're blowing smoke out of it. And I was actually really really concerned and scared at the time because I didn't know what it was. Like the funny thing is, I've never seen this ever in China, and it does not exist. So it's primarily a very Americanized product, that, you know, when it comes to jewel. Why is it so American? Like, why is this something you never saw before you came here? Well, I think definitely has to do with the access that American high schoolers have. You know, in America, in China, you can't drive until you're eighteen. In America, it's like you can drive、uh, at at the age of fourteen if you have a permit, right? So, what is the age you need to be to buy a jewel or an e-cigarette product in China? It's eighteen. It's also eighteen. It's also eighteen. Interesting. But, right, right. But I think the problem here is how you have a very free,、uh, you have a very free lifestyle here in America, right? You get to drive around, you get、mm-hmm. to go to all the places, and you don't really get that in China. So a lot of parts is why we jewel is we have the time, and we have the desire to do so. And in China. Uh, you're busy every day studying, and you can't really get out of the house, so you're not really given the opportunity to jewel, so to speak.、Mm-hmm. And when you talk about like how we as Americans have a lot of freedom to do that kind of stuff, it's interesting because now with this new bill, a lot of people are speaking out about that freedom and the decisions that we're allowed to make now at 18.、Um, Mike Martinez, a local vaping store owner, said, "You can choose to join the military at 18." You buy a shotgun or a rifle at eighteen, but for some reason you can't make the decision whether or not you want to smoke tobacco. Right, I think that's really interesting. Is when we talk about like the freedom of choice, right?、Mm-hmm. Like,、um, do I get to make that choice? Am I entitled since I am an adult at that point? So I think that's really interesting on 
how they uh, raise the age to 21 now as 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 alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get into that a little bit later when we introduce our guests. But right now, we just kind of want to discuss some of the background behind this and what kind of led to its popularity, so to speak, on how it got so big so quickly. So the first time I noticed it kind of appeared everywhere was kind of when you said uh, freshman year around second semester, it kind of blew up at our school. We saw a lot of people who had these devices, not just in school, but outside of school. You would see people walking around with the same type of device, and that was a jewel. And it's very easy to recognize. It's uh, almost like a black rectangle with a small LED light on, on the side of it. That's very hard to see. But you would see these devices everywhere. And they were so widespread, it was almost the norm to like see them every day. Yeah, I would agree with you. And the funny thing is, since then, I've always seen those little you know jewel devices in bathrooms and across the campus and uh, i remember i would just walk into a restroom after lunch and that's when you know everyone gets into the restroom especially the seniors at the time who mm-hmm. the funny thing is a lot of them are 18 yeah so they had access to it at the time exactly so i think it's definitely interesting how they raised the age to 21 now but even with the age limit it was still super popular and got to our age group really quickly. And it got so widespread that a bunch of news companies and private researchers were trying to figure out the health effects and how big this product actually was in our age group. Yeah, I've got a quote here from CDC, and it says that if cigarette smoking continues at the current rate among youth in this country, 5.6 million of today's Americans younger than 18 will die early from a smoking-related illness. That's about one of every 13 Americans aged 17 years or younger who are alive today. Which is just a crazy amount of people. I mean, that, that's insane. 5.6 million people will die from smoking tobacco-related products. And that's definitely part of the reason why... So many people signed on for this bill. Even the company, Juul themselves, supported this bill being Mm -hmm. put into place and having the legal age limit set higher than it was normally. So now instead of being 18, it's now 21. Right. I think one thing that we should always discuss is a lot of people have asked um, me, myself, and a lot of my peers is if, I mean, the original age limit was 18 and we as ninth graders still had access at the time and why we, by raising the age to 21, will eliminate this problem. I think the main problem with this, with the age being 18 is that most seniors are not really responsible, right? Like mm-hmm. you can get a jewel from a senior very, very, very easily. Yeah. I think it's because there is a fine line between the age groups mm-hmm. because you can be 18 and still be in high school and you have the ability to go out and purchase these and then you can distribute them to your peers who may not even be 18 despite them being in the same grade as you. So even when you distribute these products, they this isn't a legal act. You're not allowed to sell these products to younger ages. And it's something that didn't really bring up a concern, But because of the health risks, it's now something that they've really attacked in this health bill, raising that age. Right. And now by raising the age to 21, that makes it much harder because to start with, no one is 21 in high school. 
True. So now it's almost impossible to get, you know, a, a jewel from a senior. Mm-hmm. And when you're 21, hopefully, of course, most people will become more mature and they're more responsible. They understand the consequences. So it's much less likely for someone who's 21 to illegally sell jewel to minors, you know, as opposed to someone who's 18 and a senior that just wants to make a buck or two uh, selling those uh, jewel products to minors. And the other problem is these tobacco industries specifically sometimes target younger audiences to buy their own products. Yeah, totally. And that's very, very problematic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no law saying that you can't target them. There's law saying, you know, you can't sell products to, you know, minors. And now it's people under the age of 21. But Clearly, if you go on YouTube and watch some ads from Jewel, number one, they use a lot of young actors. Mm-hmm. And the other problem is they use very bright colors that uh, tend to attract younger generation more. So to kind of expand on what you just said, when Jimmy mentions younger actors, these actors are so young, they look like our age. And it's kind of just like putting on this perspective that, oh, join us, like do this stuff with us because we are your same age group. So this is okay. And that's something that is really bad because if you have that commercial that is in your reach that you're able to see all the time, and these are being distributed to younger audiences, then people start to pick up on that. That's just something our brains naturally do. And what's even more concerning is that uh, I I read about this incident where there was an anti-smoking a campaign in one of the high schools and it was actually led by a jewel marketing marketing team so mm-hmm. the jewel company is saying do not smoke but the ironic thing is that right after the lecture the speaker told the students the jeweling is fine like think about how crazy it is they're telling you not to smoke cigarettes and how unhealthy and how dangerous it is and at the same time they're telling the kids that uh, some nicotine-containing product is fine. Yeah. And then did you say that that campaign was sponsored by Juul? Yeah, it's literally by Juul. The mm-hmm. speaker is from the company itself. And I think one of the reasons they started doing those campaign is because they started getting a lot of hate from parents and older generations who realized that this is a serious problem, that these companies are targeting younger generations. And because of that, they started trying to reduce the amount of ads that were targeted at younger audiences, which is something that is good on their part, but was realized at the wrong time. One of the most asked questions is, why do so many Gen Zers smoke? Which is why we brought on a guest today who is able to share some personal experiences and share why this is such a big problem. Please welcome Robbie Huntington. Hello, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, how about you? Good. So the first questions I think we have is, what's your thought on juuling? My personal opinion on juuling and using e-cigarettes are very unhealthy and very dangerous due to the possible diseases and illnesses you can get from juuling and using e-cigarettes. So now that we've kind of established your opinion, can you share with us any personal experiences you've had with juuling and how it has affected you or someone around you? My first personal experience within the realm of juuling and the use of juuling was during my freshman year of high school, the 2017 to 2018 school year. 
it was um it was when I went to the bathroom after during a class or something. I saw a senior at the time using a jewel and I wasn't really sure what it was and he offered it to me and I used it due to, because I was interested and wondered what it was like. So at that time, did you know anything about Juul? Like, did you know what it was at all? Or did you just kind of encounter it in that bathroom? I think I've heard the name before. Uh, I didn't really know what it was or what it was intended to be. So that was my first real experience and first real understanding of what it was. So did you try it mostly because of peer pressure or because of like curiosity? I'd say it's probably 50-50. The guy wasn't pushing me to try it, but he was like, it's cool, bro. It's it's something you want to do when you get older and, and later in high school. Uh, and I was really curious as to what it would feel like and what it would be like. But have you ever really um, heard anyone talking about how bad jeweling is? Uh, no, I, I knew cigarettes are are very horrible and very bad for you. They have like the 7,000 different chemicals you inhale. Mm-hmm. and all the possible cancers and um, illnesses and diseases you can get from smoking. I didn't know vaping or vaping in general had anything other than just nicotine in it, and possible, you can't really get sick or contract illnesses from it. And and I'm sure if you knew that, you wouldn't have done it, right? Or no, would have please be more hesitant to do it? I would have been a lot more hesitant and probably wouldn't have done it due to me trying to stay healthy and trying to mm-hmm. stay safe from you know, illnesses. So after that event, how many more times did you encounter it? Or like, are there any other experiences that were similar to that? Um, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, my freshman year, I saw it a lot in the bathroom. Like I'd say probably 90% of the time I went to the bathroom, I saw it. I saw it everywhere. Uh, since then it's died down since the schools, like I think learned about it and kind of cracked down on it. I haven't seen that much this year. Uh, I've seen a few times, but it's definitely been changed and tampered with. Do you think our school did a good job of kind of like restricting the use of it or making it so that people don't do it as much? Oh, for sure. Like, as I said earlier, uh, my freshman year, it was everywhere. Like every bathroom, every time I went into the bathroom, someone was in there. This year, I've, I could probably count them on one hand. I've seen the amount of people using it. But for sure, they're doing a good job of like making sure that these students aren't doing this all the time. Like they're cutting down on the people who have it and are putting limitations and also penalties on people who use this product at school. Mm-hmm. I do. I do believe that they are in definitely helping students from uh, obviously drilling and reducing the amount they do at school. And, and from what I've heard, Robbie, it seems like a lot of kids do this, right? Um. I do think they a lot of people do jewel use other e-cigarettes, but at school they definitely think I do think that they have uh, reduced it. And outside of school, I don't they don't really have much control over that. Right, but obviously, I mean the problem still persists, and it's still a big big problem around Gen Zers in terms of smoking. Although, like in schools, it's been getting a lot better, but uh, when it comes to outside of school, it's there's really not a way to manage that or combat that. Uh, so. If there's such a huge problem here, do you know what are the reasons that Gen Zers smoke? Like, why do we want to do this? Um, I guess uh, it's probably because they may, may think it's cool and that, that buzz you get. I guess you can see how it's pleasing. But to me personally, 
it just makes me feel like I have a headache, have a headache, and I don't I don't see the pleasure or the the reason to jewel or use other e-cigarettes. So I kind of want to dive into something you just said. You said you get a buzz when you use it. Can you kind of go into detail on like what it is to get a buzz and what that feeling is like if you have experienced it? Uh, I've experienced it a few times. Uh, the first buzz I would say in my personal experience was the best. Uh, like it was, it was just something you felt like you're kind of like in a different headspace. You're just kind of just there and you're just like very chilled out. Uh, but after that, I felt like crap. I didn't really feel good or feel healthy. So the other thing you talked about earlier was that cool factor. It's like if you jewel, then you're so cool and everyone likes you because you jewel. So is that like a motive for a lot of students too? I think my freshman year, I think there was a cool factor to be like, hey, you're trying to hit this jewel and you're like, yeah, bro, it's, it's pretty cool, I guess. Um, but now after like studies and discoveries have came out saying how e-cigarettes and jewels have uh, potential illnesses and diseases that you can get. I, I don't think there's a cool factor anymore. And I think it's just dangerous. And I think we reoccurring theme they've been talking about is how after you learn how dangerous it is, it completely changes your mind. So do you think if we do a better job at educating the younger generation of how dangerous vaping is, it would potentially change uh, the outcome? I would for sure think it would change the potential outcome. Because, like, if I knew about it a few years ago, I wouldn't have touched it. Um, I know probably a few of my friends probably wouldn't have touched it as well. So do you think something that contributes to this cool factor is, like, defying the parents or, like, defying the law when a younger student or a younger individual uses a jewel, just like drinking in this case? I would say there probably is a little bit of a cool factor to defy our parents. Like, we're teenagers, we're going to do stupid stuff, we're, we're going to try to defy our parents, but me personally, I don't think it's really worth it, especially in this instance. So I've heard stories of how a lot of seniors sell jewel pods to um, sophomores and freshmen because they can make a profit out of it, is that right? Uh, yeah, that's how uh, some of the, so some of my friends actually got it through some of the seniors that were 18 at the time. And one of my personal experiences, I've seen a lot of people who will go and buy pods from this one place at our local mall. And there was this little setup where there was a little vaping, I guess you call it a vaping stand, and they would sell different vape products. Uh, of course, they advertised they only sold to 18-year-olds. But a lot of individuals at my school, a lot of my peers were going there and I guess pretending to be 18-year-olds because they looked 18, but the vendor obviously knew they weren't 18 and still sold it to them anyway. So they were able to obtain the jewel pods like that. Have you seen that a lot at our school or have you seen it with other schools or other individuals like obtaining it in almost an illegal manner? Uh, like for example, at the mall, I've seen some of my closest friends do, do that. Um, like this, this person walked up to her, she didn't card him, didn't ask for age or anything like that, and she whatever he wanted, she gave to him. It was really immature and not correctly done by the saleswoman. It was just wrong. And to my knowledge, that stand has been shut down out of that mall. I haven't seen it in the past few weeks. Is that correct? 
Uh, yes. Uh, I was in the mall a few weeks ago, and I didn't I didn't see it there. Uh, it I didn't like I think it got shut down because people were, the mall may have caught on to the the person selling to underage minors. Uh, so that's that'd be my best guess. And I think the dangerous part is how in both cases it's about making a profit. It's when it comes to money, it can really uh, blind you. So I know freshman year, there wasn't a lot of information. And again, just to refer to our viewers, uh, this is 2017, 2018. So I know our freshman year, there wasn't a lot of concern with it because there wasn't that much data out about the jewels. But do you think teens right now and our generation, Gen Z, do you think we're concerned with the health effects? Uh, me personally, I think I am. I, I don't really want to screw my life up and uh, other people may not care as much, but me personally, I do. So have you ever actively like tried to stop someone or warn someone about jeweling? Actually, I have. Um, it was one of my closest friends, or is my one of my closest friends. He uh, he had a jewel at the time, and this the, all the research and all the data was coming out, and I showed him this, and he literally stopped using it at that time because he was scared and he felt like it was very unhealthy what he was putting into his body, and it was just something that he naturally thought was not a great thing to do. So. At any point in time, did you ever consider buying a jewel or using one? Actually, I did. Uh, my freshman year, I was in a very dark and very kind of depressed like mindset. Uh, like I wasn't doing so hot in school. Uh, I had a lot of family problems. Uh, I was arguing with people I shouldn't shouldn't argue about topics I shouldn't argue over. So, uh, so the senior actually, I talked to him about it and. Uh, he he gave me this price and I was like okay, so he went to go buy it for me and uh, I uh, so he was actually asking for my address because he already bought it and uh, so uh, after uh, I I didn't tell him my address because I w I was already starting to think I don't know if I should and this close family friend of mine actually just got caught with one and it trickled on through down to my family. And later that night, uh, my close friend of mine uh, told me, started talking to me and saying how I know you're like in a low depressed state and kind of not doing really well right now in school and with family issues. So he, this person kept talking to me and later I just ended up backing out because I, after that I haven't touched or uh, bought a jewel sense. And... From what I've heard, I feel like the support that uh, that friend provided was very, very crucial. Yeah, I mean, if if this person didn't help me out with it, I probably would have bought one. So were you kind of expecting this product to kind of alleviate some of the problems you were going through, like kind of helping the situation? I did. I thought it, it would be like a coping mechanism, something I could do just to make me feel better and make me feel less of less sad and less kind of depressed, I guess is a good word. So that's why I pursued it up until that moment. And ever since that moment, I haven't pursued one or wanted one. So something I forgot to mention was what was the reason you wanted to come on and talk about this? What is the message you're trying to get out there? Uh, the main reason I came on to this 
was to maybe inform other people, other students around me, other friends to it. It's really not worth it. And it, you can do so much more and that will make you feel better. That's natural. And from my personal experience, it's, it's not worth using one or anything like that. So why do you think so many people choose vaping over drinking and stuff like that? Um, well, I think personally, like a few years ago, people chose vaping over drinking because I think it's a lot easier like a few years ago to get the jewel, especially since you have friends that were 18. And the other part to why jeweling is so appealing to Gen Zers is how easy it is to jewel. I mean, to be honest with you, I have seen jewels everywhere. I mean, you would just see smoke popping out because, I mean, it's so easy. You can just hide it anywhere. And Because it's know. so small and portable, on top of the fact that there aren't a lot of signs after you jewel, like, of course, you get a buzz and there's some side effects with that. But then when you drink, there's a bunch of telltale signs, like your breath smells like alcohol. You start acting in different ways. You can't really balance yourself. And it's these differences that make jewels so easy to use and especially so appealing because you can hide it so easily. I would definitely agree with that. And the signs of jeweling is pretty minimal, like you said. Like, I mean, you kind of zoned out, I guess. But other than that, there's really no signs. So since I've been talking about my personal experiences and my personal... Uh, I would like to ask you, Jimmy and Paul, have you ever experienced or ever used a jewel? Yeah, sure. Um so to start with, as an exchange student in America, if I ever get caught jeweling or purchasing a jewel, I will never be allowed to step on <laughs> the land of America again. So that's kind of what's scaring me from doing it. But um, just from my experience since freshman year, I've gotten at least five occasions where friends were like, dude, this is so cool. Go and try that. And um, I have attended before. Uh, but um, just from what I experienced, I feel like it's such a light uh, flavor that's so easy for people to get into compared to like cigarettes, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not really especially proud to admit this, but in a sense, it kind of was peer pressure. Like a lot of people were bugging me about doing it, so I eventually tried it. And when I did, at first I could definitely see the appeal like it is such a light flavor as jimmy mentioned that it could definitely be addictive especially with the huge amounts of nicotine that they put into it but after that after a few hits it just i don't know i didn't really see the point anymore it didn't seem really something i could really get into because it just didn't seem that appealing it didn't seem like something i'd do on a normal basis like something i'd want to spend time doing but I think one thing that we want to keep in mind is three of us Gen Zers have at some point tried it and have been confronted with this risk of uh, getting us into addicted to tobacco. I mean, that, that this is crazy. So for our generation, do you guys think vaping is replacing cigarette smoking like older generations have previously used? Oh, for sure. Like... For me, like the set, even the smallest smell of cigarette smoke, I want to like throw up. It is so gross. 
like with vaping. Like it has a sweet, fruity, very tasteful flavor. It's something a lot more appealing to the taste and to the people around you. This, like, that is a great question because I do believe our generation will be the end of cigarettes because, like I said earlier, like, I know I'm probably not the only one that hates the smell of cigarettes. Like, Jimmy, do you hate it? Yeah, I agree with you. Paul, what about you? Yeah, I I could not back. I could not back it. I do not support it at all. Exactly. Like, I, I 100%, our, gen, our generation is going to be the end of cigarettes itself. I think, I think our generation is going to pick up vaping. And I think that's exactly why vaping is such a crisis is because it has that coat of it's just very light flavor and it's, you know, it gives you that buzz. But in reality, it's actually much more nicotine than a normal cigarette has. And that's the danger to it is that many teenagers don't realize how dangerous vaping is. But like what we said earlier, you know, in terms of how vaping and cigarettes, I definitely think vaping is replacing cigarettes, especially in Gen Zers world. So going back to the beginning, do you think raising the age to 21 is going to solve this epidemic? I, th- I don't know if it'll solve the epidemic, but I think it will do immense help to solve this epidemic. Like it's going to be a lot harder for any high schooler to get, get pods, get disposable e-cigarettes, etc. So Robbie, is there anything you'd like to say about this topic before you go? I think that my last few words will be do not try jeweling do not do not use it it is it is dumb it is not beneficial in the future just makes it makes you feel worse and i would i my last thing i'd like to say is call if you need help call 1-800-662-4357 to get some help and maybe help you feel better and get away from jeweling and any other drug you may need to need help with. All right. Well, thank you, Robbie, for coming on the podcast. Before we go, we want to thank everyone for their continued support for the podcast. We are always looking to improve. So leave us a comment if you're on Apple podcasts or fill out our form on our website, wrzpod.com to let us know any suggestions you have. You can also contact us through our email, which is connect at wrzpod.com. Again, thanks for your support. We'll see you in two weeks.